um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. Been on the road for a while. Yeah, we have been gone. We've been gone. I've been burning a lot of Nike shoes since we last spoke myself. I've been buying Nike shoes, funny. Funny I, you should uh, say. cleaned out my entire closet of Nike shoes at one pair I had and... But not because of Colin Kaepernick. No, they just were worn out and they had, you know, it's what I mow the lawn in. They had grass stains all over. I was like, fuck it, I might as well just throw them away and get a new pair, you know? I like uh, this prior to the Colin Kaepernick debacle. I, you know, it took me 30 years. But I started, you know, getting getting into the Jordans. And I bought, uh, I've bought four pairs so far. Wow. Um. And I, uh, I'm kind of sick with it. I, I, uh, I'm on it all the time. They got this app called StockX and you can go and it's kind of like a, I don't know, a supply and demand app for Jordans. So you can get cheap Jordans or really expensive ones, whatever. Well, four pair would almost pay Taylor's uh, first semester through college. So let me, let me have a loan, man. On some of them. I'm buying the low dough ones. I'm not in the. (laughs) Lyle, what have, what have you got? You got some vans? You got any Converse? Uh, I, I told you, man. I can't. Like, let's not talk shoes. <laughs> I can't. I, my feet are funky. I have no choice in shoes. I'm rocking uh, some New Balance running shoes, but right. I am Team Nike all the time. Right. I am into the casual athletic wear. I always have a Nike shirt on and Nike shorts on. What do you guys think about these colleges who have stopped buying from Nike? I mean, you think that's uh, silly or just is more conservative? I know Georgia was the latest to pop in today, one of the Georgia yeah, universities. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, which one it was, yeah. but but what, it doesn't mean that they're not going to they're not going to have a deal with someone else. Right. They're going to keep taking a bunch of money. <laughs> I think that I think the last uh, the last tally was something like $134 million that they've benefited from because of the campaign. Wow. I'm sure it'll be more by the time this podcast has been downloaded yeah. five times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got... I don't know. Years from now. That's... <laughs> wow. We could reach 100 by the time they reach $100 billion, You know, that, that would be a good good goal. Well, you know, Nike... Uh, I was listening to Colin Coward the other day. That guy, he's kind of an idiot. I like but, him. Uh, <clears throat> you like him? He's yeah, never like right him. about anything. He sits there and he just wishy-washy all the time. He'll sit and pick the Cowboys one week, and then he'll pick the Eagles, and then he'll go back and tell you why the Cowboys were so good. Right. Uh, you know, he, he 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 has eight different opinions on eight different shows. That way he can go back later on and go, told you so. Listen to this tape. That's why I like him. He's smart, I guess. We, about we, uh, we share a lot of the but same anyway, personality. He was, he was talking about uh, the fact that Nike's, nah, they've done this before. They've the whole uh, they didn't they didn't bounce on Tiger when everybody else was or uh, didn't they weren't they big on Kobe back in the day? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was another time, you know, they didn't I mean, back off. That. They, they just they've never you know, they've always kind of grasped that they've always they've always understood that controversy is going to sell shoes. And this is a great one. I think it was a smart move on Nike. And I understand why it upsets some people and why others celebrate it. I get the entire thing. I bought Nikes because I like the fact that I can get them in different colors. It doesn't go any beep. It doesn't go anywhere beyond that. I like how they look with pants. Dude, I've been pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Pretty I'm a deep, deep. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not going to, I don't, you know, everybody's got a different opinion. I, you know, 
See, I can't. What do you guys think on the whole? Have we talked about the kneeling thing? I don't even know if we've covered it yet. I think it was kind of past tense, and we never really got into it that much. I mean, hey, Beto O'Rourke covered it perfectly. Yeah, I thought he did a great answer. I was good. I supported it. I thought it. he covered it perfectly. Yeah. Well, I thought he was respectful of the other side. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. he, was, he was straight up, but at the same time, he was respectful of the other side. And I think really what that is with Beto is less on his opinion, because everybody's going to differ. There's going to be a 50-50 on this whole thing, uh, whether these people are right or wrong on, on whatever side. But, uh, but I think that's a better example of how we should be as Americans, right? Listening to that speech mm. because he was, he was, he made his point, but he was respectful of the other side. By the way, that's a guy running for a Senate against Ted Cruz. He's closing that's for, in. That's because people don't know. Well, people also don't know that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I thought that was pretty much out there. I thought I, I thought Some most everybody knew that. Right now. You're talking about Raphael? No, he's he's uh, no, his, oh, you, no, his dad helped take down Kennedy. Right. That's you it. talking about Raphael from Canada? That guy from Alberta? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm just so over that whole thing. I really am. Uh, it's not like you're flipping off the flag. You're just freaking taking a knee. Well, let's uh, let's change it up. I got I got good news for everybody. What we uh, we got a call. Oh, right. Oh, because we were looking for a call. We were looking for a call last time we were on, and and we got one. It's from the two one zero. So I take it it is a San Antonio listener. So uh, what's our eight hundred number? Do you know it offhand? I do. It's eight five 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 seven six twenty five thirty. Eight five 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 seven six twenty five thirty. So uh, let's see what uh, this this listener has to say. Hey, guys, this is Chris from San Antonio. I'm glad you kept the show going after the long break. I've been listening since you guys started. Uh, I also listened to Lyle and Han up until its abrupt end. I was kind of wondering what happened to Stevie and Kelly. I know Stevie retired, but I don't know if you guys still see him or talk to him. Um, I really don't know what happened to Kelly, so it'd be cool to hear what they're up to. Uh, Billy Madison sucks. I just wanted to throw that out there. And I quit listening to Kiss long ago. It's amazing to me they keep playing the same old classic rock garbage. There's nothing wrong with classic rock, but why the hell are they playing classic rock nonstop? It's crazy. Uh, Anyway, you guys know radio, so I was curious to see why that is. Maybe there's no money in it to play current music, but it kind of drives me nuts. Keep up the good work. Um, Hopefully you guys got another call besides just mine. But if not, (laughs) there's the first call. Thanks, guys. That's the best part of the call, right? Yeah, there. right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, uh, also the fact that the guy was sober. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I could understand everything he was saying. Yeah, he sounded like he had a job. Yeah, he did. He actually sounded employed. So, uh, kind of connected. He uh, he asked a lot of questions. He made a lot of statements. Um, that is the uh, the call of the week, by the way. I, I picked that out of the hundreds we got, but. Uh, um, actually, you know, he, he says he hopes we get another call. Maybe we will now after he called in. So, <laughs> uh, it's our call of the, the show. We yeah. have one. Right. It's our call of the year. show. It is we the call. call it is the call of 2018. Well, we did have Ricky, my, uh, my neighbor who called back in May, I think it was. Yeah. So we've had a couple of calls. We've had, we've had some calls. Yeah. Yeah. I think Steve is pretty much retired. He worked at the witty for, for a while. And, uh, I don't know what he's doing now because we haven't maintained contact. Uh, for over four years. So 
I saw him recently. His dad passed a week before Easter, and I saw him at the service. And uh, that was the first time I'd seen him in four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly. Kelly had been working at uh, at our Performing Arts Center in promotions uh, at the Tobin. Right. Uh, I don't think she's doing that anymore. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, there you have it. Well, you're invited to come on the show. Playing the same old tired music. <laughs> That's out of my hands. I I got uh, sent back to Austin when I was playing current, so I I I, I can't comment on that. I don't know why oh, they aren't come playing. Come on, it. Lloyd, you're a programming guru. Uh, um, they, why would Kiss be playing the same old tired song? I, I guess the they're they're they have some kind of uh, research that says currents don't work in a the ratings environment that uh, they're in there in San Antonio and uh, they have to play the tried and true. So I'll leave it at that. Right. And, and as far as their morning show, uh, they came after I left. So got nothing to do with that either. Wow. I, ho- I hope you're satisfied, my friend. There you go. I don't know if we you're answered everything, best. but uh, uh, thank you for the call, though, by the way. Thank yeah. you. I just think that I, in, the, in this day and age, I just wonder why you're listening to radio for music anyhow. Hey, hey, hey. Come on now. Because you can get whatever you want anytime. Hell, iHeart tells you to do it. iHeart, <laughs> the, the corporation constantly tells you, you don't have to be listening to this station where you're hearing this announcement. Mm-hmm. Make your yeah, own you, station. You can get your news on the internet and about 900 million other places. Why do you still watch the free news at night? Yeah, I Everybody don't. Everybody does. Everybody well, does. I, I tell you why I still listen to the radio. Why? Well, because... because you're working and it's, uh, you got your headphones on. Well, that, but I still like, at the end of the day, uh, hearing radio personalities that are based here in my town talking about things that are happening in Austin... Uh, in between the songs. So, I mean, it has nothing to do with the music. I mean, that's just, you want to have that touch in the local, you know, finally it's happened here in San Antonio where we have more syndication penetration than ever before. Yeah. That sounds sexy. For for such a long time, we didn't have syndication (laughs) penetration. Mm. And I thought we were a pretty, pretty sizable place not to have syndication penetration. But now... There's syndication penetration right. throughout the market. Yeah, yeah, baby. It finally happened where people <laughs> say it doesn't really matter. We'll just uh, go with the model. The biggest example lately was um, KJ97 and Randy Carroll, who's been in the morning at KJ97 since the, since the 80s. Um, Probably since before I went on in the morning. He may have been in the morning over there since uh, 85 or 84. Wow. Um, and he got bumped for Bobby Bones. There you go. See? So, well, look, let me ask you, has Randy Carroll ever been the judge on Miss America? Then I rest my case. Yeah, then it's done. Right. Which says it all. Does he have um, a book deal? Yeah, so They just bumped him further, but they, they have him starting at nine. Ah, okay. Well, at least- so they're just going with with uh, Bobby during drive, but once again, this is a show that has to the Country Music Hall of Fame. They yeah. they win awards all the time. They've been there, but iHeart says no. We got a stronger player with Mister Bones. We'll move you guys over there, and then here we are. Which to me is kind of the beginning to the end. Yeah, I don't know. Here, here's what I I learned this a long time ago. At least I heard this concept right called success breeds your failure and it, and it ends up being 
there's many there's many ways that that can kind of manifest your success breeding your failure. You can become complacent and then not as good. There's lots of things that can happen. I know. One that. of those things is that, and it happened with some jocks here in Austin too. These two guys that were on this uh, station, they ended up making a lot of money. They ended up making a ton of money. Are their initials right? JB and S? Well, you know, yeah. whatever. But I'm just saying there's plenty of, right, not just those guys. And they're, and listen, at least one of those guys is a great guy. I'll yeah. say that. Well, but, uh, Hager, is it? Well, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Well, guy. Wow. Um, but I, I, I'll say that, uh, Sandy I, I, used I to buy me Sandy a, either. Sandy used to buy me a beer at the copper tank. I got, I don't up. know Sandy enough to know one way or the I like other. Sandy. I, I know JB really well. All right. But anyway, um, you know, it's the, those types of guys who are very, very good at what they do and they end up making a lot of money. And at some point you, you know, and then there's other guys who are, who do fine and they don't make as much money for their entire career. They have a modest salary that they do and they've, they're never uh, negatively impacting the budget of a radio station. That'd be me. Uh, or some other morning shows that are close to you, Lloyd. <laughs> but, but, uh, I think what happens is that your success breeds your failure sometimes where these guys eventually will go, this guy's been on the air for a long time. He's had this many raises. We've had to negotiate this many contracts with his attorney and you end up making a lot of money, which is great. But eventually they're going to come after you and go, well, we can't, we can't reconcile paying you all this money when we feel like we could get Bobby bones for free. Right. Or for a couple of spots a day, you know what I'm saying, mm. and get and get the same thing ultimately because people aren't, you know, people are gonna listen to Bobby Bones anyway. I know it sucks, but they're gonna. And he's held his own in Austin. I mean, he doesn't have the ratings he had when he was local, but he's, you know, he's always top ten. I mean, get, yeah, you know what? I'll give him credit for that. Bobby Bones, you know, he's a judge in Miss America. He's well, got a book. Kind of like the Kid Craddock show, still being on without Kid Craddock. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, That's exactly but I got right. you, I got you, Drew. I had a target on my back for quite a long time. And then, you know, and then it happened. It happened. Your success breeds your failure. Right. Uh, and on the flip side of that, you know, the, the, the very sad thing is that you can have these heritage, heritage, heritage morning shows and, and these guys, you know, in Austin and, and in other markets too, have suffered this. You, you got a lot of heritage. You got a ton of people that listen to you. You got this awesome kid that called and said how great he, how great you were and that he listened to you for a long time. And you got these people that are hanging on to you. But there's really nothing that they can do. And on a mass, you know, listener level, when you get off the air, that's it. Yeah. That's it. People aren't going to be beating down the streets with torches for you. And, I, and, you know, you feel like they would. Or you hope they would. They don't. But ultimately, you get forgotten about, and now you got this other dude at the at the radio <laughs> station I'm talking about in Austin, and his ratings are just fine. <laughs> it's the truth. It's, I'm just laying the hey, truth. Hey, Lyle, don't me. cry, man. You got Chris calling in. Chris knows the Lyle and Han show. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. Damn, Drew, you took him right down the, down the well, man. Uh, you're killing me. I hope you got a couch to lay on for God's sake. Yeah, way to go. Thanks, Drew. But 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 am I not? I'm telling the truth here. This is just radio, and it's the way it is. We all knew it when we got into it. Yeah, everybody's. We've all had ten jobs. Ten. I don't know, but there there are people that still hang on. You know that have hang. You know hung on for a long time, and they. You know, they're in there. I think it also depends on the company you work for. Yeah. Which brings uh, me, which brings heart me. obviously is going to this model of having their stable. They have so many stations. Yeah. Uh, having their stable of their guys and their gals that they can put on all these different stations. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and save money. And the thing is, is you're just not local. People can listen to other things. Podcasts are huge. And I'm telling you, this year they had a podcast called Podcast Movement. It's a, a convention that happened in Philadelphia. There are tons of radio spilled into that this year. Consultants, yeah. everybody, Jacobs right. Media, all those guys were in there on those panels and talking and, and moving into that space. And so I think for talented people, and you know, you guys, we were on this how many years ago now? Six years ago. Six years. And 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 I'm telling you, there's and and one of the morning guys off of this uh, morning show I'm talking about in Austin uh, is doing a podcast. Now. Yeah. I mean, everybody's getting into the game. I think you can get in if you can do a smart, if, if you can have the longevity there and you market yourself, brand yourself well. I think you can be successful in that space. Just like Bob Schneider doesn't have to sign with a major label. He can sell his wares in Central Texas and do just fine. Right. But, That's just how but, I feel but about Drew, it. What if you're forgotten? What if you're forgotten? <laughs> well, you're not forgotten because you got this guy calling you, John. Yeah, you got said Chris calling forgotten. you. You said that. You go uh, there's too many out there. You, you can't uh, be honest anymore. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, you know, everybody thought I was an asshole. Now doesn't remember any of that. Right. And now they say, what a nice, pleasant man. It's because you're hanging out with me. I've rubbed right. off on you. I've rubbed one off on you. So no. podcasting is a good thing. Radio is going to become more homogenized. That's the way it is. Yeah. But thankfully, we have other ways of delivering content now. And we should all embrace that and become experts at that. That's if I could just win the lottery and after Hurricane Florence destroys the Carolina coast, I could go down there once a week, fire up the old computer, do beaver Kool-Aid, and I'd be happy. That would be a You'd good be retirement. Right. I'd be all right. I, it would give me just enough taste of still talking in a mic with some good friends and some good talent. And we put it out there once a week. And Chris and Rick maybe call us, you know, once, twice a year. I'm all right. I, I'll tell you, I, we, it hasn't hit yet. And I'm sure by the time this podcast airs, it's going to be there. But boy, God bless all those people in the Carolinas. That's a 500-mile wide Category four right That's now. That's a big Could one. Be five by the time it hits. Who That's knows? a big one. I've been through uh, one category four in my life. That was Hugo in 89. And, uh, oh, I thought that was the second divorce. <sighs> oh, I've been, yes, yeah, I was going to say, I've Sorry. been through one category five. It was Sherry <laughs> in 2003. Yeah. Um, well, you know, our people are a couple of miles inland, a couple of hours inland. So, We'll see but we have those one. tall pine trees that snap like toothpicks, man. And then your power's out and you can't drive down the road. And, you know, all... I was talking to a friend of mine today. It's like when it snows there. He went to Harris Teeter and said that all the shelves were completely cleaned out. Went to Trader Joe's, same thing, cleaned out. Grocery stores on Monday, four days before the hurricane's supposed to hit, cleaned out. So there you go. That's the way people are now. Yeah. Stocked up on Krispy Kreme and Bojangles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got anything, you know. Uh, we're changing. We're changing time. Oh, I better go get some milk. Yeah. Oh, what are we going? We're falling back. I better go get some milk and get some batteries. Whole Foods is all out of Woodwick candles. <laughs> and the water, that's what blows me away. Is like there is no water, no bottled water anywhere in Raleigh. It's like you can't find <laughs> Bottled water. Everyone's afraid their water's going to get, I guess, contaminated or something. But, right. you know, it's it's oh, funny. Well, you yeah. never know when you're going to be without power and, you know. Well, you that's know. what happened. That happened 20, over 20 years ago. My folks were without Friend. power for a couple of weeks. Hurricane Fran. 
Um, you know, it was a horrible And situation. that was only a Category 3, by the way. But what that just spawned a lot of tornadoes at that time. And that's what happened. The tornadoes hit inland and, you know, just wreaked havoc. It was horrible. But once again, it goes back to this antiquated way that we deliver power, which is a, poles and wires. Right. It's the, only, it's the thing that tethers us to yesteryear. You look at anything else, the early days of, of power, uh, poles and wires. Yeah. You think by now, there just wouldn't, the technology would be better. I know it's cheap, but it's ugly and it's, uh, it's not reliable. But it's like our, it's, you know, our power delivery is this on the same level as the button and the zipper. We just keep using them. We should try to figure out how to harness the power of Donald Trump's brain. Can you imagine, though, think about power this, like, United we States. have no power, and then there's Lyle at his home there in Raleigh. He's got a wind turbine out there just fucking whipping. He's in there watching TV, and, you know, he's rocking as much energy as possible because he's got 130-mile-an-hour winds outside his house. His brick house is nice and sturdy, and he's got a wind turbine up there. Yeah, I got just, my turbine. You know, well, you know, they make them for the backyard now. They, they're, I'm, I think it's a new thing, but you, they look like flowers. But yeah, it looks like a big metal flower. Now, but how much energy can, is that going to make? Well, I don't know. Maybe it powers. Well, I know, but the neighborhood association will never allow it. Right. <laughs> we can't have that. And that wishing well in the front yard needs to be gone. And water turbines. Have you seen that lately on Facebook? These water turbines they've come up with, and you can put like 60 of them together. It'll power an entire village. Well, I, I reflect back to a couple of weeks ago, and Lyle and I was talking about we don't pee or tinkle, we piss. So uh, we could probably power up all of Austin and San Antonio by ourselves. Just put one under us, man, because, you know, I go at least 12, 13 times a day now. So, Good God. <laughs> what a segue. I know I'm young, but I'm dealing with plantar fasciitis. Is that how you say it? Plantar uh, fasciitis. Is that what it is? Yeah, fasciitis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got this because uh, I think I'm walking through airports too much. But I, I got this. Uh, I feel it's. I'm starting to feel it, man. I guess when I have to go to the doctor, you got to go to the doctor for that, or what do you do? You just rub it a little. Doctor Scholl is who you go see. Yeah, right. Is that what you do? Get that gel for your foot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why are you still wearing? Why are you still wearing those spike heels? I, I try to well, tell I you quit wearing energy. boots, and I went to. Gotta go to a shoes. flat. Yeah. I quit wearing boots. Went to tennis shoes for that reason, and uh, that's those, helped. But, you know what it is, yeah. don't you? You know what it is, right? So, Age. So it's fucking Nikes, man. So it's no, Nikes, it's fucking. Boots. See, it's fucking American, it's fucking your feet. I was walking around Manhattan for a year in boots, right, and it was killing me. I don't know why I did it. Midnight Cowboy. I'm from Texas. Look at that guy with the mustache and the boots. I go to Texas. That's why I'm wearing boots. I got them right here. But then standing on these convention floors, right, and hanging, shaking babies and holding hands. And, uh, you know, I had to do it in tennis shoes. So it's helped, but it's not, it's, it's, it's still there. Hurts like a bitch. So uh, last couple of days, actually last four or five days, I have been doing a lot of research on finally cutting the cord. You know, I'm, I'm my, my cable bill with UVerse, not counting the internet now, $170 a month. So it's time. Oh, man, mine's 235 So, well, mine is over 200 if you include the internet. So finally, uh, 
the better half just said, "That's enough. We got to. We got to. We got to cut the cord." Well, what was that? Was that your uh, upper? But which was the better half? Waist down or waist down? Waist down for sure. Oh, okay. Waist down. <laughs> yeah, right. So I've been doing this, the five day, seven day trials with Hulu, and you know, about to do uh, the Direct TV now. Giving that a shot. I mean, are you guys still connected? Have you, have you cut it? What what you got any advice? I cut my because we're cut sports guys. I mean, it's really sports is big for me now. Not so much for the rest of the family, but I still kind of want to. At Here's least what you need to do first all right. of all, if you're going to cut your cable, you need to get an antenna, and if you don't want to do something outside, get an indoor antenna and do the right thing and wire it through your house from the attic. All right, I tell you what I did do. I I found. I swear to you, this is no lie. I thought I was going to have to order some highfalutin HD indoor antenna off no. Amazon or some shit. I found an old UHF ring antenna with rabbit ears on it, plugged mm-hmm. it into my Samsung smart TV, picked up 18 channels. No, no, you will. But listen, if you'll put the, if you'll put it in the attic, you'll pick up about 50 more channels. Really? And they'll all look better than the HD signal. I did notice that. that. I'm not impressed. Hey, hey, Lloyd. Yeah. Do you think though, if you put that in there, are you going to get some kind of interference from the grow lights? I thought about that. I have considered that because my living room is right adjacent to the garage, so there could be a problem. Well, I cut I cut most of my stuff out. I mean, like I said, I don't have ESPN. Gosh, I can't get Fox News. I can't, oh, but I don't watch geez. television anyhow. I, yeah. I only use my Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah, I, I want to go ahead and cut the rest of it. I mean, I hate not dealing with the sports, but I've, I've done it for a year, and here we are, football season again, and it's tough. I know it. It's tough, but you just get so that you it's you just move on. But I can get all the networks through over the year, which I, and you're right, Drew. The picture is I was like, holy cow, that picture just looks really clean, man. That's yeah, not yeah. compressed. I mean, it's the yeah. way it's supposed to look. Wow. It's the way it's supposed to look. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never nice. know that if you have cable or if you have satellite, you have no clue. Right. That's right. I didn't. You know, they they make you pay more. Not even well, that's kind of like satellite radio. Think about how shitty the audio sounds on Sirius. I mean, it's all squashed and compressed and, you know, bad quality. So it's probably the oh, same oh, thing. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. What? Sirius is powered by people I know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on, man. Hang on, where are you going, guy? You're going off the deep end on that one. Right. Oh, I mean, it was, you know. they got, yeah, I got, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, here's what you do. Cut, cut the cut the cord get get a couple of things netflix is good and hulu is probably good but other people will tell you amazon and some other you know everybody's got their own little thing i kind of still like having the live. i mean hulu has a live you know 50 channels or so and it's yeah, pretty much you mo- can get hulu tv you it's can nice get youtube tv you can get but now, the PlayStation, i hear playstation and I, I know this sounds crazy but i hear playstation their playstation uh view, view. i think yeah. it's called yep that's it uh, there, people are telling me that, that that's better than all of those. And that they've got, they've went and bought a PlayStation and they've got that. Now I, I've got it and I, I haven't, you know, tried it, but it, I've heard that it's very, very good. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you really watch that much television? Line? I mean, I late at well, night, I, I do. Where do you get the opportunity? Late at night before I go to bed. I, I definitely do. And, and I watch the sports. I mean, you know, I, I enjoy the sports on the weekend. I do Give time devoted to college football and probably I enjoy college football more than the NFL. ESPN you would miss, okay, and I get that. But you can go to a bar if you want to if you really want to watch something. But you know what you really lose out of out of the deal? Duck Dynasty. Well, there. 
care. And do you fucking care about that? I, you know, I, th- I, well, I don't I get lizard lake towing either. Do you care about? Do you care about mountain hunters? I don't know. Whatever the fuck. No, there's a lot of shit that I have on UVerse. I mean, believe me, there's a lot of shit I never watch. And and I will have to tell you that you know the stuff that I've seen on Hulu on demand because you get their normal you know, subscription that you get for the eight or $11 without the commercials, you still get all that content on top of the live TV and it's like 40 bucks a month. So, and you know, a lot of the, a lot of the networks post some of their episodes of their shows online now. And, you know, and I've got all the networks and the NFL is going to be online. Really? Yeah. You just won't be able to watch it on your television and be able to watch it on your phone computer yeah so i don't know i it's it's interesting if you'd li- like to give me some info uh feel free to call us 855-576-2530 chris you can call again if you'd like to uh we don't have problems with repeat callers uh, well, lo- if you call you you may be on yeah and that's something that uh it's pretty well it's gonna be pretty big in your life yeah. right right Absolutely. you were on beaver kool-aid yeah not too many people can say that you know why yeah, I know why. No one calls. <laughs> I think you can cut anything, and once you get used to it, you're fine. Because you move on to other things. It's kind of like a divorce, right? Yeah, I mean, you just, you, know, you just move on to other stuff. Like, you may, you may pick up uh, playing a musical instrument. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about the banjo. You know, until you just lower the gas lamp and go to bed. Um. The reason I brought up the banjo is because, um, well, I am from the South and, uh, you know, I, I did relate a lot to the movie Deliverance, uh, playing the part of Ned Beatty later in life in college when I got my tidy whities yanked up my asshole in college. But uh, I did want to say, um, you know, the bandit, Burt Reynolds, you know, never won an, an Academy Award, but uh, pretty successful guy and did all right with the ladies. So, uh, you know, he was definitely uh, an actor that I always appreciated. How about you guys? What's your favorite movie that he did? Uh, Probably Boogie Nights. I have to say Boogie Nights. I kind of enjoyed that. Later in life, I thought he kind of of took it. You're going Boogie Nights? Yeah, I'm going to go Boogie Nights. Cannonball Run? Well, Gomer Pyle was in that. Smokey and the Bandit? Smokey and the Bandit was great. I love Smokey and the Bandit, you know? When I get home, remind me to punch your mama right in the mouth. And there you have it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's nice to know that you use what little memory you have for the important things, Lloyd. Jackie uh, Hooper. Hooper was a good movie. <laughs> you know, look, man, Bandit obviously was, I guess that was probably his most famous movies. I didn't have a Trans Am, but I had a Pontiac Firebird in the 70s. So I was trying to emulate that. That moment of my life had the CB radio and the antenna. I mean, you know. What about Deliverance? You didn't like him in that? Uh, you know, um, that movie was all, always kind of haunted me a little bit, man. I, uh, you know. He was great in that movie. He was, and, he, he was a great uh, I was actor. On that river. I went down that river. That's in. The uh, River. Yes. So I've been there. I've done that. And uh, I think uh, I always liked Burt Reynolds. And uh, he ran into this, this thing called Lonnie. And. Um, and that was, I don't know if you guys remember how contentious that divorce was. It was oh, horrible. yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, I mean, it was a famous divorce. Was he but, ever married to Dinah Shore? Or they just had a little fling. No, they just had a fling. Dinah Shore would be somebody that most of you never would remember. This podcast probably don't know. Right. But, uh, Bert yeah. 
banged her. I, I loved it. Uh, Burt Reynolds dead at 82, and it touched me enough that I'm I'm in the queue for his uh, for his memoir. Right. Well, that's nice. Oh, I think that's so funny. So, because I did, because I realized, <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I always, there was just something about Burt Reynolds that was very agreeable. I mean, I always liked him. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's a stud. Even in crappy movies. I still, there was just something about Burt Reynolds that was all right. You know, it's like one of only, it's like one of Norm MacDonald's only impressions. Right. A good one, too. Chewing the gum with the big hat on, playing Jeopardy. So good. So good. That was great stuff. Wasn't so, uh, Burt Reynolds in strip tease? Yeah, man. I don't remember that movie. Great movie, nineteen uh, like mid nineties. Best little. So did he ever have a thing uh, with Sally Field? I mean, I know they did the movies together, but did they I ever? They did yeah. ever have a little romance? Yeah, they had a love affair. It lasted about four years. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's Sally Field. That would be another person from yesterday. Come on, that's Forrest Gump's mother. People remember her. Come on, man. The Flying Nun. No, oh, they were. They're not going to remember that. All right. I'm showing my age tonight. I really am. But I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a kid who grew up on TV when we only had three channels and black and white and vice yeah, grips see, to you, a you channel. You managed to make things work. Now you have all this content. When do you have time to watch it? Who cares? You just move on. You cut it all out. I find it really ironic that we have all of this content that's, you know, at our, you know, disposable here. And, and here I am trying to cut the cord and, I'm up in my attic digging up fucking rabbit ears from the 90s, plugging it into a, yeah. you know, a $2,000 Samsung TV just so I can pick up PBS 1, 2, and 3. So, you know. That's like flipping off the company store, I man. guess you're right, man. You're on, you've got it. And it's I will crazy. tell you this. When I, was, when I was hooking it up, I had no idea what it was going to look like because I've never had on-the-air TV since everything went digital. I had no expectations when I hit the auto tune if anything was going to show up with these these little this little antenna. And then I saw one channel, four channels, seven channels, eight channels, 14 channels. I was like, "Fuck, I was getting excited, man." So once it all went through it, I'm going through it and I was like, "This picture is so clean, man. It's crazy." So, yeah, I was like a little kid again, man. It took me back. Now, were you seeing content from the 70s? Uh, there was So, you get it. All of a sudden you get you get Canon and High Def. Yeah, I did see that. I think it was You get Rockford Files. I think it was Ironside or something like that, you know. All these things start coming up and it's got such a bizarre <laughs> world, man. I I went back to Rabbit Ears at a UHF loop, a UHF loop, and right. all of a sudden, I got programming from yeah. 40-some years ago. It's kind of cool. Yeah, they've got some old movie channels that are free. I mean, it's, just, it's a uh, free free TV. There's, there's, cool. there's plenty to get. There's pl- like I said, if you get rid of it, then you don't even think about it. You move on. Uh, I've had this argument with so many people. They say, well... I say, just, uh, just cut the cord, get an antenna, and there you go. Or if you still got one on the chimney... Hook it back up. There it is. They go, oh, no, but it's not a digital antenna. And I always have to tell them there is no such thing as a digital antenna. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was a curious. It's a freaking metal. Right. It, it, there is nothing digital about that. It's okay. the tuner that's digital. Right. 
But the, the antenna is what brings matter. it in. Right. Okay. So well, that makes sense. And that's why these. And that's why your rabbit ears work. 30 year old rabbit ears that I've had stashed in some bag from, yeah, you know. See, all you just need is something to yeah. work great. The signal. But it doesn't you, have to you be. You could go and buy an entire roll of aluminum. But seriously, the way they market this shit on Amazon is like, get the new high definition digital inside, you know. Yeah, yeah. Picks has up. Nothing to do blah, with blah, that. blah. But you're right. So I didn't know that. Antenna. Thanks for clarifying that, Lyle. I have, I've had this argument with too many people, and, and then I have to, of course, calm down, say, I'll, I'll email you something. And then I just email them, you know, what they need to know about the fact that, no, you, there isn't a digital antenna. <laughs> Go an get antenna. 100 feet of coax and glue a ball of aluminum foil on the end of it and stick it on the top of your house. No telling what you could do yeah. to rig up whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure she'd love to see that going right up the back of the wall. She's already pissed off because I I tried to hide that little loop kind of behind the TV just where I could pick it up. And she was like, hey, hey, what what's that behind the TV over there? What is that? I said, well, you told me to cut the fucking cord. She's like, yeah, but I didn't tell you to add that fucking 1980s relic rabbit ears back there. So. I don't think she was dropping the F-bombs on you when she was telling you this. To- she was thinking it. I could Why see that look in her eyes. Why don't you through the walls up to the attic and put an antenna there and do the other guys right when you sell the house? Yeah, well, I guess I could do that. How about that? Because, huh? the, well, yeah, you're right. Or you could put a tower in your backyard for your uh, for your ham radio outfit. I was thinking about... Bring- oh, no! HOA! Well, I did find my uh, my CB radio that I had from the Bandit days from that 75 Firebird with the little magnetic CB antenna. So I was thinking about popping that on the Beamer and uh, driving to work tomorrow and, and see if there's any truckers out there on Channel 19. Part 15, part 15. Is that what it is? We're only doing... Uh... We're only broadcasting to the end of the yard, officer. <laughs> wow, you're going CB on me? <laughs> no, I'm just saying uh, the only thing you can do is that part 15 broadcast, right? You're going to do it out of your house. Otherwise, you're you're messing with the FCC. Hey, I ha- oh, you're talking about that. We were talking about being mobile with that CB. Right, yeah. That's what I want to uh-huh. do. Yeah, you. Yeah, I remember when I had a CB, I'd get drunk and it'd be late at night, and it'd be my, it'd be like making prank phone calls. I'd What's just, your handle? I get on the radio and just start screwing with people. Candy Dude, man, can you imagine, Drew? Think about this, Drew. You know, you know, Andy Kane, Andy Kane, Andy. That's what it is. That's what. It is. Think about this, Drew. You know, we're like fucking little, you know, little teen guys thinking we're cool because we're talking on the CB radio and all of a sudden fucking Lyle's big power hammer voice comes on there. Breaker one nine. Or yours, buddy. Fuck. Lyle comes on there. He's booming, man. He's got that big D104 with the power you mic got blasting. Mic, man. You got big black dick mic. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Blows everyone away. Good shit. Heading in the buckies, come on. <laughs> what was your handle, John? No, I wasn't. I, I said it's the equivalent of me doing prank phone calls. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the CB. I just had one. So I'd just start messing with people. Yeah. And they get pissed. Oh, yeah. People took that shit serious, man. And, like- but I was I was just, I was, I'd had some and I was parked at home and I just started messing around with people. This is Cheshire Cat. I'm going to you to the FCC. This is KG95960. Check in. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got a mighty convoy <laughs> trucking through the night. Hey, Bandit. See there? That, it all relates back to the Bandit, man. You know, the Bandit. 
Rest in peace, Bert. Yeah. What a callback, Lloyd. <laughs> Rest in peace, my man. Yeah, dude. You know, an amateur podcaster couldn't do that that loop. That's what you call bringing it back. It's like stand up comedy. You got to keep right. bringing that that one little that one That's little. How you do it, man. That's how you keep right. bringing it back. Tie it up. That's why it's done. It's written in my new book. It's called How to Bring It Back. One more time. Mine is They've Forgotten Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you guys ever been to one of the theme parks? I'm not really talking. I guess Disney, maybe, but uh, Universal Studios or anything like that. You guys ever been out there? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, oh. In, in uh, California, Orlando, and California. Oh, you did. You went to the one in Orlando. Yeah. Man, took that my was kids my there. I went on. I went a couple of days ago, and that was my first time to like one of these big amusement parks. I mean, I've been to Six Flags, right, in Fiesta, Texas. But that's nothing. Did like. you do the Shrek 4D? Yeah, it was the last one we did. It that's was the lame. best. Like when he sneezes, like the, he sneezes and they have a little mister yeah, that throws snot in your face. Yeah, yeah. It happens on a lot of the rides. I mean, the first one that I rode was uh, Fast and the Furious. And they make it. They, what, what happens if you guys, if you're listening, you've never done these. They basically move you through kind of a movie set and they have a little setup thing, some skits that they do that are super boring. I guess it's because they're trying, they're like rewinding the tape or something, but you get, you go in ultimately to a ride and you sit on a bench. Maybe they're four deep benches, right? You say there with three other people and then, and then uh, you start the ride. So you might go into your, your, your little bench thing might, you know, roll into another room and it's got a huge, IMAX bigger than a way bigger than an IMAX movie screen. Yeah. And then they flash, you know, the, the content on, so it might be the transformers or in this case, fast and Fury. And then, and then that, that little thing moves around and it kind of gives you the sense that you are moving. It's really vomiting inducing. Right? Yeah, it is. In fact, I, I got on one of those and I, I had to literally like look down at the floor and stop because I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm just sitting still on a bench. But when I looked up, I was the same way. I felt like I was going to puke or something and I'm realized you're not moving. So the first one, Fast and the Furious, you're driving down a street and Vin Diesel's like, we're going to save you. And this other guy's like, I'm going to kill you. And you're like, you know, and then you, you jump off this, you know, street at the end and the whole thing is... And this, this thing is moving you around to kind of give you the kind of the feeling that you're, I don't know, looking straight at the ground or something like that, you know, that you're heading for a ramp or whatever, or a roller coaster. We rode the Simpsons one too, but I was out there for six hours Yeah, and you guys, after like the eighth ride, I, I was walking around that park dizzy as fuck. I mean, I couldn't even. Oh, it was terrible. How was the vape? Did you have the vape with you? No, they, they, you can't vape out there. And I was reprimanded by a 13-year-old kid. Wow. Sir, you can't vape out here. Like, I yeah, figured I, you'd totally be vaping sure out there. I sure as hell can in this ET. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vape right in ET, and you're not going to know about it. <laughs> but but we, they, they did have one cool roller coaster called the Hollywood Rocket. And you get to pick your own song. And it plays in your ears as you as you go through these loops, and it's fast, man. And, and you go straight up and straight down. It's crazy. Here's one that uh, that'll that'll definitely make your day at the park. We were uh, we were gonna go do the Indiana Jones uh, thrill ride. It's kind of like back in the day when they used to have the Miami Vice thing at Universal Studios with the boats and the mm -hmm. the, 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 the live action thing. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the actors at the uh, Indiana Jones fell to his death, and they were like, uh, "Sorry." This attraction's closed today. <laughs> we're like, what happened? 
I, no, I don't mean to laugh either, but I mean, it's kind of surreal when you're thinking about you're going to go finally see the Indiana Jones live action thing and one of the actors falls well, from the ceiling and dies, you know? So the mummy ride, which we ended up getting to ride, was closed when we got there. Right. And we were talking to the kid. We were like, why is it closed? And he goes, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'll tell you, they had to evac one of the cars. Wow. Like, wow, that doesn't sounds like, that sounds maybe not so good. Evac is an evacuate or evacuum. Yeah, like vacuum it <laughs> vacuum puke out of the one project. i thought you were going to say they caught a 45 year old guy in there vaping in the ride and caught it on fire and set off all the smoke alarms you know or some shit. i didn't think about that until just now but you know what they probably stopped these rides so that they can clean the puke up before they let you on it's probably not a mechanical deal right you probably just have to clean up puke on on occasion because it does make you nauseous that said i went you go through springfield they got Moe's Tavern. You can go and get a oh, yeah. you know, drink or whatever. It's yeah. really cool. And we went into Krusty Land and rode the uh, Simpsons ride, and that was maybe my favorite one. I've done that. That's that and fun. the uh, the Tonight Show ride was really cool, too. So uh, you're telling me that this thing is a lot better than uh, getting on the little motorcycles and going around in a circle? <laughs> well, we have Wonderland <laughs> Park in Amarillo. It's where I grew up, and that's where they have those little uh, boat things that you just ride around. The So, yeah, it was a little better than that one. Can you imagine being that at that uh, Indiana Jones feature, though? It, I mean, because there was a crowd there when this happened. I mean, this was, or, or it like happened. Cirque du Soleil, when you're uh, watching that, somebody falls, terrible. I saw a man get eaten by a lion there in Vegas one time. It was crazy. <laughs> that was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen, man. Ripped his face right the fuck off. I think he survived, though, right? One of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too good, man. I'm glad that you brought up the part about uh, being professional podcasters and how to make your shit grow and how you're well-branded earlier today because I think we've definitely been the uh, the perfect picture of, of professionalism tonight. And uh, you've only been away for two weeks. You couldn't tell it probably. But uh, Thank you. Thank you. 855-576-2530. Subscribe to the Beaver Kool-Aid podcast at beaverkoolaid.com. Thank you. Thank you. I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it look a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. <laughs>